Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode number 16 of Yo, the business and fitness podcast with me, Sir Stephen Krebs. I was knighted over the weekend and my main man, Lucas Mikosovar. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm going to hand it right over to Luca today, uh, and he's going to get you guys rolling on the topic of the day. It's the topics of the topics, day. Topics, plural. Topic my apologies. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, man, so I, you know, every, like probably more so than ever right now, I spend a lot of time <laughs> studying and at, in the gym. Let's just say like, as, as Louis was all the answers are found in the gyms. So the stuff that I study, the stuff that I do and learn, everything comes to the gym, meaning whether I'm coaching people, whether I'm coaching the team, whether I'm having a team meeting. We had a like three hour meeting on Sunday with the team, which went great. It was very important. Um, you know, kind of redoing core values, re- redoing the vision of where we're going uh, and a bunch of system stuff. So the, the, the thing is I take notes, I take notes for myself, but then I take notes for like the, th- the things that I would want to, you know, share on a podcast because it's also, you know, between me and Steve, like we're coaching just a lot of people and uh, that have gyms. And at, at this point in time, there's a lot of uh, very different gyms, meaning um, everything from actually like big box clubs too. And, uh, you know, smaller boutique gyms, uh, very high end, I would say, uh, gyms also. Like we're talking about, you know, the thousand to three thousand dollar a month range for membership. Yep, said correctly, and and they're selling. Um, but the point of it is, is like I, I constantly hear the like things that come up from you know what are the obstacles, what are the, you know what are the the things that people are struggling and whatnot. So I I take notes and I go, okay, cool. Well, I, I want to talk about this because this is you know what we struggled in the business or still are and we're solving and so on and so forth. And the first thing that I wanted to bring up was actually something that I, I heard and then went and studied and read about and like dug deep into. Um, and it's called, it's, it's actually a funny name. So that's why it's called an OODA loop. OODA loop. We're, sell, we're selling these at the end of the podcast, guys. Go to oodaloop.com slash Luca Hosevar and uh, we will be selling OODA loops. Man, you know what? We really should do something with that. It also, sound, you know what it sounds like? Like a cereal. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? like, you want wake up this morning and have your OODA loops. Yeah. 35 grams of protein per serving. It's straight from Slovenia, so it has healing properties. It comes with pre and probiotics. But we call them stri and strobiotics because they're Slovenian. <laughs> and there's no ingredient list. Zero. <laughs> yeah, none, because it comes from like the, the forests of Slovenia. Um, and, uh, but here's what OODA loop is because it, like, they were talking about Luka Doncic. My, my, uh, I would say... I would say my guy, my guy from Slovenia that that is killing right now in the league and is a a phenom. Um, but they're talking about how he has this this ability to oodle loop. It, but it was actually first created, I mean, created by in the military. Actually, the guy I think that uh, created the F sixteen was the person that kind of created this concept and it's taught in all these different places. But what it is, so the OODA, right? O O D A. What it is an acronym for is observe orient, decide, and act, right? Observe, orient, decide, and act. And obviously, OODA loop means, hey, the, the, as soon as you act, well, you're right back to observing and orienting. It's like a nonstop loop. And, you know, they talk about it in the military when it's with fighting. But in sport, you know, when it comes to Luka Doncic, you know, one of the things that, that they say is that he's always, he's like a quarterback like a Tom Brady where he's like three plays ahead. He's seeing plays ahead before they happen. So he's seeing things. It's almost like uh, what's that? He's Dr. Strange. You know what I mean? He, he can see some plays in the future and then he can make decisions 
better and faster based on that, right? Because everybody else just sees the play in front of them. He's seeing like two, three plays ahead. And, and not only that, like as soon as something happens, he's able to observe the environment again and then orient himself in that environment. Like, okay, shit, quick change. Oh, I see that guy's taking a step back right there. So I'm going to, you know, drop past the ball right to the center and not pass that, uh, you know, cross-court pass into, into the corner for the three. Luke, do you think that before people used to de- like almost define that as just like a feel, right? It was like a sixth sense and not something that you could actually work on. And I think what's cool about you bringing this up is it gives people an understanding and a belief that, hey, if, if there's a name for this and it's taught, then we can all get better at it. Correct. I mean, I, first of all, I'm glad you brought this up because this is one of those things like, uh, you know, where people will go like, well, you know, he just has it, you know, they, they have it or whatever. But it's been proven, like even certain things are genetic. I know I'm kind of going like across the board now, but uh, uh, I promise you I'll loop this back and it, it, it'll be good and it'll, it'll, make, it'll make you happy to know that you can improve a lot of things. Are you going to um, oodaloop it? I'm going to oodaloop it, baby. Uh, <laughs> and so it, even with, for instance, visual, right, visual stuff like people will say like, oh, man, with that quarterback or whatever – they just, you know, they, they, they have like better than 2020 vision and, and it's like they may, but what they found is that you can train reactivity of, you know, audible or visual senses, which transfer to reaction time. And, and the reason I say that is like, you know, when you're practicing and training in a, in a deliberate way, you can improve how fast that you see what's happening in the environment and then respond to it, right? That's why you'll see sometimes guys that aren't like, I don't know, uh, you know, they're not as agile or quick as another guy, but they always have that extra step because what happens is that, let's say, visually when they see something, they're able to respond faster, right? Because there's a process of like when your brain, you know, you see something, your brain processes it and then you react to it. And there's a, there's a time in that. And there's, there's people that have trained that, but this is the same way you can train yourself to be aware and orient yourself in space. And I mean, observe what's going on and go like, and this this could be, like I said, look, I'm talking about fitness right now. I'm talking about the industry. I'm talking about um, business, right? Hey, what, like, what's going on? Let me observe what's going on right now in, in, in this marketplace. What's going on with my business? Okay. Let me orient myself. Like we were doing this stuff. This is not working. I got to make a decision. Cool. We're going to change this up. Boom. I'm acting. You act. Once again, you find yourself observing, right? The action that I took. Well, did we put enough effort into this new campaign? Hey, you know, yeah, we're doing all this marketing stuff, but I realized as I'm sitting here at the front desk that, you know, the, the coach is not greeting uh, the client or the prospect. As soon as they walk in, they're not, they don't have their folder on them right across their heart. They're not smiling. They didn't, didn't handshake them a certain way. They didn't offer them to sit down and, hey, listen, by the way, I'm going to get a smoothie. Do you want one too? It's my treat. Like so many little different things, right? So what I'm doing, I'm observing. I'm observing everything, right? What happened here? Hey, did we start the class at, you know, 6.03 instead of 6 o'clock? Why is that happening? I got to orient myself around this. I got to make a decision. Okay, let's forget about like spending a ton of money on marketing right now because we got to get internal systems better. And we got to drill them for the next 90 days like crazy. Right. Okay. Let's have this team meeting. Right. That, that, these are the things that bring me to these decisions and acting. But the kicker is that you can practice this. Like make, first of all, you've heard, heard this before. 
you know, leaders make decisions and they make decisions fast. Now, I think that's very important because a lot of people have a tough time making decisions. So they wait forever. And then the decision is made for them by the marketplace, by competitors, sometimes by clients, right? Like, so you got to make decisions, but without the, I would say the UDA, <laughs> that decision might be a dumbass decision. So you got to like, you got to get great at observing, right? Like just like any playmaker, any quarterback, like what they, they're the best at observing. Like they're seeing the whole field. They're seeing what's going on and they're orienting themselves around that. And then they're able to decide and they're able to act and they just do it nonstop. That's the thing. Like the, the oodle up is like, it's a nonstop thing. It's a nonstop thing. So this is kind of like, you know, if you become great at the OODA loop, then you are, you're, you're an adaptable. And I talked about this in one of the previous podcasts where I said adaptability, right? Adaptability is one of the most important things for an entrepreneur. Like, you know, we talk about IQ and like, okay, IQ is, is important, but it's really not that important. But then you have EQ which is very important. And obviously this has been written about for, you know, on and on and on about how the best, you know, CEOs and leaders have high EQ, emotional intelligence. Right. But now, now it's starting to come out. Like I, there is a, uh, adaptility, uh, adaptility. I think I said that right. It's just sounding weird to me. <laughs> adaptivity. Yeah. Adaptivity, a quotient. Right. So pretty much that the more adaptable that you are to the things that are changing, the more successful you're going to be. Like they've actually done all this research on it. And it's because we live, like we live in a, such a fast changing um, kind of, I would say industry, but just space period, right? So what, there's certain things I feel like, you know, let's look at the gym business, right? I, I think there's certain things that will forever kind of stand the test of time, right? Coaching, culture, customer experience. And like, you know, Peter Drucker said, you know, culture eats, you know, strategy for breakfast. And I still believe that. And I mean, like one of the greatest business consultants of all time, like he, he obviously knows what he's talking about. Uh, and he did it for decades and decades and decades throughout all this time. And he's still around. So the point of it being is that, you know, those things will stand the test of time. But then you got things like, uh, you know, what have, what have you, what have you seen happen now? You've seen gyms that built their, their business off of, uh, off of like, for instance, Facebook ads, right. And they scaled, right. They scaled based off of Facebook ads and then Facebook ads like completely flipped. And now they have higher overheads, more people, uh, you know, and cannot generate nearly as much leads through that, but that was their only medium. So now you're, you know, you're, you're left figuring it out, uh, as far as like, what am I going to do? Right. But once again, because it changes so fast, you don't know if tomorrow, I mean, shit, if IG shuts down and I love IG, right. But like, um, but the point of it is you got to be adaptable more than ever because technology, you know, and information is vertical right now, right. It's vertical. And, and so if you're in this space and you haven't learned to be adaptable, quick, quick on your feet and like have this OODA loop concept, man, you're going to be in trouble, which is also why, you know, for anybody that's listening that is trying to make this jump from, you know, cause I get, I, I shit you not. Like I probably get about 50 to hundred messages a month from coaches that are like, Hey, like I'm in, you know, I'm working here and I don't like it necessarily that much. Do you think I should open a gym? 
And, you know, my question always becomes like, well, tell me a little bit more about what's going on. And like most and most of the coaches hit me up, you know, they're not like packed. Uh, they don't have great retention. And which means that, first of all, you haven't been in the game long enough. So you haven't you haven't taught like how to generate leads yourself. You haven't taught your, you know, how to sell consistently and at a high ticket. You haven't you taught yourself how to have great customer experience so that you have retention. Right. So the thing is, imagine now that in a in a pretty safe space, if you're in a big box gym, there's tons of leads. They generate leads for you. They do a lot of this stuff for you. And, you know, and you're, and you're, you know, just basically you're just coaching you got like two to three things to take care of and do those exceptionally well. And you're not packed. You don't have a line out the door. You don't have a waiting list. You're not, you know, doing well there. And then you're like, you know what, but I'm going to go open a gym where, where, by the way, there's going to be a hundred things that you have to do. And the marketplace will change as you blink your eyes and you'll be busting your ass trying to get things going. And you're not going to be necessarily being able to learn like everything that's going on. So like you are training your OODA loop muscles when you're, you're, you're interning and you're working, you're working another place because they're doing you the, the service of like taking all of that off your plate. Luca, can you break down the, what OODA means again? Just so everybody's clear. It's, it means observe, orient, decide, and act. And the loop just means it just keeps happening. It's like I said, it's a, it's a thing that you keep doing. You observe, you orient, you decide, and you act, right? And this goes for anything. Uh, th like I said, this is a pretty th – the reason I loved it is because it's a pretty universal concept, obviously, right? Like it's not something that goes just for sport. It doesn't go just for, you know, fighter jets and, and, and anything else. I, I believe it goes for fitness. And, and this is like I spent a lot of time learning, you know, in, in areas that maybe you wouldn't think about, Right. It's like, look, principles are principles. And when you learn a principle from somebody or, or, or a place that, uh, you know, they've been successful with it, well, man, you want to you take that principle and try to apply it to your own, uh, to your own business and your own life. So that was hey, the first thing. Hey, Luke, one thing, yeah. one thing I'll throw in here, guys, just to, to interject is like most, most of the issues that I've dealt with in the past two weeks getting on coaching calls with clients is they're stuck in an ooh loop, the first two. And they don't decide and they don't act, which, mm. in my opinion, creates overwhelm. So yesterday, I had three or four calls in a row where the, the, the gym owner had the same issue all four times. I wish I would have just done a group call. But every one of them was just feeling like they're not doing enough because they're looking at what other people are doing, right? They're observing. They're observing what other people are doing. And I think a lot of people are stuck in this very first one. And it creates overwhelm because there's no action then there's no orientation. There's no decision. There's no action. It's just like observing. And then in your mind, pretty much terrorizing yourself with the idea that you should be doing all of these things. So for an example, we had a, we had one of our guys yesterday that was like, Hey, I'm very clear on what I need to do. This is how the call started. I need to focus on my new hire and I need to focus on my black Friday deal. I'm like, awesome. So what's the problem? I feel overwhelmed. I'm like, why? Well, because I feel like I should be doing all these other things. Okay, stop. <laughs> you just told me that you know what you need to be focused on. So why are we even worrying about all these other things? So guys, I'm just going to break this down. I'm going to pass it back to Luca because I know he's on one. But one of the best things that I've, that I've ever done is, like, I know Luca's mind works like this as well. We're idea guys, right? We get excited about building new businesses or working on different stuff within our businesses. But we can't do it all. We all have a lot of things on our plates. 
So I have this in my notebook, in my journal. There's a maybe in 2000. Now it's maybe in 2021. So when I get an idea that doesn't fit into the things that I know I need to work on right now, but I need to pull it out of my brain, right? So I can transfer it from my crazy brain to paper or just to get it out of there. I just put it in the maybe in 2020. Now it's maybe in 2021 list. All that allows me to do guys is just focus on the shit that I know I need to do rather than being distracted by new ideas. So we can follow this, this OODA loop, right? I love the acronym because it makes sense, right? And it's what, if you think about to survive, it's what animals have to do in the wild all the time. <laughs> Let's be real, right? There's a deer out in the woods and there's a bear out in the woods out back here. Well, that deer better be running the fucking OODA loop 24 uh, seven or his ass is going to be a meal. So I just wanted to be clear with you guys, like overwhelm is the number one thing that I'm, I'm hearing from, from people in the industry over and over and over again, specifically people that have been in the game for a little bit and that have, you know, gyms that are doing 10,000 a month and more. It doesn't mean that people that are doing less than that don't have it. I just, I think that this, that's why this, what Luca is teaching you guys is so important because if I'm looking at it, the D in that and the A in that are so important. Right? You, you take in the information, then decide and act. And Lucas said it, right? The most successful people in the world are people that can do this faster than anyone else. And I think, Luke, would you agree that that just comes from repetition? Repetition. I, I would say repetition, but I think that's, it's a um, deliberate kind of repetition. Because, look, I, you also know... You know, look, if business was super black and white, right, like it, it would obviously would be a little bit easier, but it, it's not. So the reason I say that, because like there are a lot of people that just have, you know, are programmed to make a decision without thinking, though. Right. And that's the other part. Like, I, I think you have you have usually kind of uh, two sides of this, this pendulum. One is people to just make a decision without any educated, you know, kind of uh, due diligence. and so now they're making bad decisions, right? Because I think uh, what, that definitely that definitely exists for sure. I agree. Well, definitely. And then on the other side, you have the people that like are doing observing and orienting, and then they're stuck in that loop mm. and never actually deciding and acting, right? And that's that's where the overwhelm comes in, right? So you, I, w- I would say, you know, uh, imagine imagine like in your life when sometimes you talk to I don't know somebody like a friend back in the day, and you'd ask your mom, right, like. Um, and like, Hey, how's that person doing? Oh, it's like one bad decision after another. Right. Like I've heard that many times. Actually, I heard that many times for me in my younger age, where if my, somebody asked my mom about me, they should be like, no, one decision, bad decision after another. And side note, uh, in Luca's home in Slovenia, I stayed there a couple of times. There's a graduation picture on the wall and Luca looks as if he was part of the dip set while he was going through graduation. Because <laughs> I was part of the dip set. True. Freaky Zicky. <laughs> but the the right, like you you've heard that where it's just like, man, somebody's just like pulling the trigger, not thinking about anything, and then life's taking them wherever you want. But what we're seeing a lot in the, the people that honestly, like that we coach, but also just in in general in the industry, is that latter part, right? Where it's like there you, you get the information, you get the, you know. Uh, you're like, oh man, like we'll, we'll share a strategy, we'll share info, we'll be like, hey, this is what's working right now, this is smart, here's the script, da, 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 right? Run this offer, do this. And then there's just this loop of 
observing, orienting, and this internal editor. So you have, you know, now you've got enough information to make a decision. And, but you're constantly like, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? Am I good enough at this? What if this happens? And you do it long enough to where, honestly, it's too late to make the decision, right? And then most people beat themselves up and then they go back into that loop of observing and orienting and not deciding and beating themselves up and, and they train that. See, like either way, you're going to train something, right? Either way, you're going to train something. So you can get really, really good at making decisions without thinking, which probably won't take you in the best direction. Cause now you don't, you know, you're not studying, you're not being smart about it, or you're just in your head all day long. But then the thing is like, we know neurology, we understand like these repetitive patterns, they get ingrained, like they become habitual. So the thing is a big part of it. Like when we coach people, it's not just the information. It's like getting people out of these thinking patterns and behaving patterns that have gotten to where they are today. Cause that's, what's going on. Like, like most people, many people listening, right. Actually in our small group yesterday, uh, we were joking around, but like uh, one, one of my clients said in, in a small group, like, oh, you know, uh, I said something and I said, oh, what a profound concept. And I said, yeah, like the thing that I said, it wasn't that profound because she was being sarcastic. And, uh, but I said, but to know and not to do is not to know, right? How, how many times have you heard you're, you're, you know, you're coaching a client, you're some, somebody goes to you, I know, Steve, I know, Luca, I know, you know, fill in the blank. And it's like, Okay, well, if you know it, like, what's going on? Hmm. What, what, why are you not doing it? Right? Like, if we did just the things that we knew, right, we'd be massively successful. And I'm like, I'll, right off the bat, like, I'll, I'll say it for myself, right? Um, I know Krebs is like, hey, man, listen, you got uh, to balance stuff out more. You got to take a little bit of a break. I know, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, it's you the know, same thing for me on my end. How long have, you know, my wife and Luca have told me for probably eight years that I should you know, take a little bit. I'd like, to say, I'd like to say since 1997. Yeah. Since I graduated high school, yeah. uh, probably should take a little bit better care of myself and, you know, eat a little more clean, but we all have, you know, I think that we're all guilty of this. If we all did what we knew, it would be like Prometheus, man. We'd be like eight foot tall, just like floating around in space on spaceships, just like <laughs> computing things in our mind. Like, you know, it's, uh, to be human is to be flawed. I'm not making excuses. I, and I, and I agree with you, man. Like, I feel like, you know, shit, we're all such, uh, we're all, we're all our own worst enemy. We all, we all, we all create this like self-sabotage in our lives. And what I found guys for myself and with our clients is, Hey, if the simpler we make this, the better. And if you think of this OODA loop, it's, it's a really simple idea, right? Luca, like this is not a super complex idea. No, no, not, I mean, it's meant to be like, that's the thing. It, it's meant to be a, a simple idea. And even, like I like to th run through things through filters, right? So if you ever want to change anything, like I think we talked about this. So there's, the, there's, there's four kind of like boxes, right? You have unconscious incompetence. That's, that's when you don't know the shit that you're doing and it's, it's, it's not good, right? So I'm, I just renamed that box, right? Unconscious incompetence is shit that you're doing that you don't know about, but it's not good. That's the box. And then from there, you move into conscious, conscious incompetence. That's the awareness stage. Like, you know, I don't know. Uh, we're, I'm doing something consistently and Krebs sits me down and goes like, dude, I love you. But man, I noticed that you keep doing this thing and it's not good for you. And it's, you know, annoying this or, you know, and because of it, we're losing clients, whatever. Right. They, he brings something to my attention and hopefully, you know, I trust and love him enough to, to listen and go like, oh shit. It, now I'm aware of it. Right. 
it doesn't mean that I fixed it. I'm con it's conscious incompetence, but I still have a bad habit. And from there you move to conscious competence. That means that's the, that's the phase where you're working really hard to fix it. Right. And for instance, in observe, orient, decide, act kind of OODA loop, you know, just having that. And like, when you make a decision, you could go like, Hey, did I observe what's going on? Okay. I did. I did all this research. I, I reached out to my coaches, did it. Okay. Now I'm orienting myself. I'm being, I'm being clear about where I really am in like in, in this space. Like I'm not bullshitting myself. Okay. This marketing strategy isn't working. Uh, man, this one is maybe we could put some more stuff into that. All right. I'm going to decide here's what we're going to do. We're going to shut this down. We're going to put more of our efforts into customer experience and work on the next eight weeks on just referrals and kind of building referral culture back up. And I'm going to act. So I'm going to make a decision. I have a team meeting. Here's what we're going to do. Right. Now, like, so in that third box, conscious competence, now you have a tool. So OODA loop is a tool that you can kind of filter through to, uh, to basically make decisions and rewire yourself right now. You're like, Oh, I, I used to do this dumb shit unconsciously, but well now I'm, I'm working really hard, you know, in this conscious competence kind of a box to, to relearn and reprogram uh, my habit. And then when you do it long enough, it goes into unconscious competence, which means it's the right thing and you're just doing it. So for instance, I train five, six days a week, six days a week, honestly, like I don't, it, it's just there. That's my, that's my conscious, unconscious competence, right? Like it's going to happen, you know, the food that I eat, stuff like that. Right. So I have all these gray habits, but then I also have a bunch of, you know, shitty habits that I probably want to, uh, not probably, I want to, I want to break that loop from. And we all, like I said, all we're doing our whole lives is shaping ourselves, hopefully, right. To, to the best version of ourselves, which is why it's so important to I me. Mean, you know what? Do you know, Krebsy, I did not even plan this. And yet at the same time, it is the best leeway into the second thing that I wanted to talk about. Well, you know what? It's because unbelievable young Lucas, take a deep breath and soak it all in my friend. Like we were talking about before it's, it's quality repetitions, right? If you look at this thing and I'll tell you guys one thing before Luca rolls into this next piece, this OODA loop, as I'm looking at it, and I'm taking notes on it because I feel like it's such a simple process for you guys to start looking at the patterns that you don't love and slowly picking them off. Right? I think there's so much gunk that we have to get through as human beings to even get to the point where we can apply this, like getting past the self-worth issues, the guilt, the shame, all this nonsense that's kind of you know, either dumped on us or we pick up along the way. But man, I'm looking at this and going like, wow. And, and Lucas said, awareness, you know, awareness is a big piece of the puzzle here and awareness precedes change. And that's something I want you guys to write down because, <laughs> you know, awareness precedes change. It's a pretty amazing statement and it kind of like dials right into this OODA loop. Side note, we're going to try to say OODA loop as many times as we can on this podcast. But I would love for you guys to take a second, maybe pause the podcast and, and find a pattern like Luke and I both gave you guys one. Me, it was my nutrition, the way I treat myself, maybe having a little too much fun, right? Luca, it's maybe working too hard or drinking too many energy drinks, right? It's like these things that, <clears throat> that we, we all have these issues. But maybe take a minute and just give yourself an opportunity to write out the pattern that you know is the, the one that's probably holding you back the most and then break this down with this process. And on that note, back to you, Luca. Fantastic. So... This, I mean, I, I shit you not, because I really want to talk about these two things. Actually, maybe even more, but I, I definitely wanted to go about these two things. 
because I said how important it is for, you know, being around the right people that shape us, that create these interrupts and create awareness and, you know, that we respect enough to actually pay attention to. So environments and people and, and if I'm not mistaken, cause like I, I, I take notes in a bunch of different journals, uh, but I'm pretty sure I heard Jay Shetty uh, talk about this and say this. And I was like, yep. Like, Obviously, like next next year, uh, I'm I'm already starting the process of writing a book. It's for the gym industry, um, and there's a lot of C's in it. If anybody was at the Vegan Round Summit <laughs> lately, I've been all the acronyms are C C based, but this is another one where you know to be able to and actually the conversation w- went around like this. Uh, social media and online is great. It can it can be <laughs> let's take it out. Like, it can be great, right? There's great things about it. There's also not so great things about it, but like I said, you know, we, we can control that narrative. But when you see something inspirational, okay, example, like you listen to this podcast and maybe you get triggered, maybe some hard things that you hear. Uh, maybe you get some strategies, right? Now, and you're fired up. Okay, well, the, the next question here then becomes, what do you do with it? And, and what Jay Shetty was saying, like in life, you need that, you know, to make a change, there's three C's that you have to be present there. It's coaching consistency and community right now on a coaching end i'm not even just saying like you know because most people be like so you gotta hire a coach which i absolutely do believe in but coaching can come from a lot of different ways like i you know i train with my friends they're coaching me right maybe there's a mentor that's like not a paid mentor they're just something maybe you don't even call them that right now but if you stop and be like man like this guy or, or this girl's always like guiding me and, and giving me great advice like that's a coach they're, they're a coach right so the thing is the environments you put yourself, like sometimes like your, your, you know, your wife, your, your girl, your mom, like they can be coaches and mentors. So, but you got to have coaching in the real world, which is my big thing is, yes, learn stuff in courses, you know, be online and, and, and learn this, do that, have online. But, but you're, at some point in time, you're going to have to take that into the real world to see the change. You're, like you're going to have to, right? Like even if you have an online coach, you're going to go to a gym and train usually, or you're going to train at home. But you know what? It's going to matter like your, your family, your, your spouse, your friends, the people you, 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 uh, you are around, they're going to shape a lot of what's going to happen. You, you, either way, you're going to have, like you can't live in fucking virtual reality and like get results. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to take it to the real world. And the three C's are coaching, consistency, and community, right? That you got to be around people that are going to kind of be that, uh, that feedback loop, right? Where it's like, if you're doing dumb shit, like you get that feedback, that constructive criticism. And consi- without consistency, there's nothing. And we just talked about creating patterns and creating habits. And, you know, like, th- that's the thing. Like, you got to look at like, what is, like, I consciously am now, you know, there's stuff that I do every day that I'm not like necessarily happy with because it's not, um, it's not horrible, but it's not leading me where I want to go, right? And, I'm in the awareness phase of like changing it. And we all have this stuff, you know, and like, like I said, we, we all have this stuff. Everybody always has things that they're working on there that are like getting away from the bad, going towards good. Right. But without consistency, there is no pattern without a pattern, you know, and habits is there is no, I mean, you, that's how you build character and that's how you build your destiny. And in community, like tell me like something great that has been accomplished without community nothing. There's no self-made man. Like, it's like when Arnold said, man, there is no self-made man. Like he has been made by, by the people around him. 
right? And, and that's the kicker, man. Like the kicker is that you have to have people around that shape. You shape your environment and the environment shapes you. So everything, like, you know, I'm, I'm such a big proponent of this every time we're in this podcast or my podcast. I'm like, hey, when you've heard something, when there's something that was like an aha moment or, 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 or something that you know you need to implement, go and do it. Do something right now. Like put it that don't listen, like maybe there's 42 things that made sense or that you heard that were valuable, but just take the one that you're like, I'm going to work on this now, right? I'm going to really work on this and do that. You know, and the thing is, and like, how are you going to work on it? Be, like, don't just in your head go like, man, I'm going to really, no, take a journal, write down like the things that you learn. And it's like, okay, how am I going to apply this? Like, what's the next actionable step? And then go do it. It's like Tony Robbins says, you know, at, at, at the point of decision, make sure you take action. Meaning like, Hey, like right now I'd, I'd be on the phone scheduling a massage or buying that plane ticket. Right. So either way, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to do something, you got to move, right? You got to move. And if you don't do that, guess what? It was just, you, you're, you're staying in observant orient, like part of the OODA loop. You know what I mean? You're not deciding and acting. So how are you going to change things, right? You're just reinforcing that loop that we, we just said that is important to get out of. So if, you know, no matter what happens, like you got to have coaching consistency and community. And like I said, it could be coaching with us. It could be just like surrounding yourself with people that are, are first of all, want the best for you and are going to give you, you know, positive feedback and radical candor. And, you know, if, if I think I've talked about radical candor before. Uh, great book by Kim Scott, by the way, but radical candor, you know, it's actually one of our values on that, that we went over is communication and candor, but radical candor is like, it's two things and, and it's a necessary thing in leadership. And what it is, is you have to care deeply and challenge directly. Right? So if, if Krebsy knows that I care deeply for him, I can challenge him directly. Right. And, and it might be uncomfortable and we'll have a crucial conversation, but he's going to get better through my challenging him. Now, if you care deeply, but you don't challenge somebody, that's the equivalent of somebody doing really dumb stuff and you're their friend, but you don't have, want to have the tough conversation. So you, you let them keep doing it and then they really fuck up. And then what type of friend were you? Right. And in this case, I'd say what type of leader were you? Right. Cause radical candor goes for more so for anything, but in, in business, definitely like, right. It, it's like the person that's on the team, not doing their job and you don't, you know, it's like uncomfortable to talk about it. So you don't do anything. And the thing is like, those are the times actually like I've, 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 when I dropped the ball, I hated that shit because it's happened to me before in, in the, the last 11, well, 14 years, really owning a gym if we become Slovenia, but like where there was a conversation that needed to be, be had and I cared about that person, but there was a lot of stuff going on in my life and I had a lot of tasks and I left it as if it's going to fix itself, but it never does. Right. So that's that's having caring caring deeply but not challenging directly now the other side of it is just not caring deeply and then and then challenging directly but now you're just a dick not a person like doesn't well you don't care for them or you don't you know uh, you're not uh, i guess um they they don't know that you care for them and you actually really don't care for them you're just being a dick like oh you're not doing your job you're messing up you're doing this you're doing that right and then of course there's the box of not doing either which is not caring you know, deeply or challenging directly. Now you're just, you know, selfish narcissist um, and you probably shouldn't be a leader. But the, the point of it is there's got to be radical candor, right? And, and that is coaching. Like, so finding people that are in your life that, you know, love you enough to 
first of all, you know, that to, to tell you, right. And they're of course correcting you. And, um, there was something that I, I, I know that I wanted to, to, to say, but I kind of blanked on it a little bit, but, but the, the, the key is, is like having that right. Coaching consistency community. So whatever you do online, make sure you take it into the real world. And because it's, it's what we're missing as a, as a, as humanity right now. Um, certainly in the U S where like, there's not enough. It's funny. Like, uh, you know, we, we, we did a favor for a, um, uh, a jujitsu school that's, that's had some issues getting started right across the street here from, uh, in, in Renton, uh, city permits that are four months behind. And so we rented them that little, uh, small mobility space upstairs at 600 square feet. Uh, and, you know, and, and honestly, like the decision ended up coming by, man, if I was in that position, I'd want to help. I'd want to help from somebody like local business too. So we helped them out. Great dude. Great dude. Great instructor. And great. Um, but last night we were talking about that, about like, you know, and he's from Vietnam. He came from nothing. They came, they came on a boat and, and he said, you know, I, I went back, uh, cause they kind of escaped, you know? And, and, and it's like, and he went back and he said, man, like, you know, I met like people have nothing there and we broke bread and it was the best times. And, you know, here is like, I said, well, how often do you see your friends? He's like, well, not really often. I said, exactly. Like, that's the thing that I miss, uh, you know, socially in Slovenia, but it's, it's the community, right? It's the community. And there's not enough community. There's not enough connection. And, and like I said, if you're a business owner, don't think I'm veering off here because, you know, people still say like, well, man, you travel like crazy, but like, yeah, I'm surrounding myself with, you know, communities. Like I, I I'm at the gym a lot because, um, one, I mean, I don't have to be here as much as I am, like, not at all, but like, I love being here. Number one, like to, you know, to move the, the needle and the dial, I think it's important to be here, but I love my team. Like I, I love our clients. Like I, you know, I love this community and I want to be surrounded by that community and that community helps me change. You know why too? Because if, if you're around, like you see stuff that you like and stuff that you don't like, and, it, and, and it's kind of part of that OODA loop, right? I'm, I'm observing and orienting myself, man. Like the truth is if you love, being a coach and gym ownership and you know, you're on that shit where, where it's like, Oh, well, it runs without me now. And it may, the thing is that might be completely true, but I would want to just be there so I can observe and orient myself so I can make better decisions. Right. Like, and it doesn't mean that because I know people that like left the gym and are like, Oh man, it's running. I'm good. And like for two years, they barely like, you know, they, they barely observed anything and oriented it. And then everything went to shit and they were like, I don't know what's going on. Of course you don't. Like you're not an oodle loop, man. Like you can't make decisions based on what's truly going on. So, you know, the point of it being like, who, what's your community? Who's your tribe? You know, and there's different tribes. Like I've got my, my vigor tribe, you know, like my, my, my team, my people, man, I love them. And then there's obviously, you know, mentors, peers, like, you know, if I go to Craig Valentine's event, I'm speaking to that. And, you know, Martin's uh, Rooney's there and Mike Robertson was there and Jay was there and, you know, like, a lot of other friends were, were there that I could, you know, that, that could obviously coach me as my community, right? Like, and I coach them and it's like, we have that, that back and forth. So like, what is yours? You know, you really got to really, really got to assess this um, because I believe that that is a big part of what's holding people back, right? It's a big part of what's holding people. I'll tell you right now that like, there's so much value in joining the right coaching program, the right mentorship. And that's, I say the right one because it's just the right one for you. I don't know what that is. I'm not trying to, you know, like, hey, listen, maybe me and Krebs are the right ones. Maybe we're not. Maybe you're like, these guys are douches. Cool. Don't, don't, don't join ours. <laughs> but 
even if you didn't get any tactical strategic information, it would be worth the investment just because of the coaching and community, right? If like, if, if all it was, was like the group of people keeping you accountable to the things that you know you should do, it's already worth it. And then you add on top of that, the wisdom, the experience, the tactics, the strategic, the info, the methods, the principle, like, man, then, right? Like it's, it's crazy. Yo, grow your gym.com. Yo, grow go, gym.com. Go, go ahead and sign up for a call. Reach out. Mm-hmm. We'll take great care of you. Just saying. We'll have a nice little conversation over a bang. That's it. No, well, I don't drink bangs, but uh, I will have green tea or maybe some turmeric tea because I'm on that healing tip right now, Lucas. Can you say that word again? Turmeric. Turmeric. There's a lot of there's a lot of cool words this call. Oodaloop. Oodaloop. Tum- with a side of umer- uh, turmeric. I said umeric. Shit, I just lost the T there, guys. It's a totally different thing. It's a, I don't even know what it is. So, guys, hopefully, you, I mean, for me, I'm taking notes over here, guys. That's, that's the truth of it, right? I'm taking notes as, as Luke is breaking this stuff down because this is stuff that helps everyone. And when, when he started breaking down communication and community, man, I just had this conversation with another one of our clients yesterday. You know, he was feeling kind of like, ah, I don't know why I can't pull the trigger. I don't know why I feel kind of down. And I'm like, well, you know, you live in New York City, man. Like there's, you know, everybody's going 100 miles per hour all the time. When's the last time you went and hung out with your friends? When's the last time you like sat down and have a conversation? I think it's the, the thing in the United States. This is like a little side, right? You're just going to have to deal with me. But I feel like it's a thing we're missing. I mean, small towns have it. Now that I'm back up home, up upstate New York, like families here all get together and they hang out. When I went to Slovenia, man, we went out to, with Luca's friends like every day and met and had coffee and hung out down in the town square. And it was fucking amazing. And I came back going like, man, like how do we not have this? Why? Because people are so caught up thinking that the next thing, the next business win, the next bullshit purchase that they make is actually going to fill the fucking gaping hole in their fucking souls. And I'm here to tell you guys that that's not what's going to happen right? It's why Luca and I value relationships so much. It's why Luca travels. It's why I travel and go be around people that actually support us being the best versions of ourselves. So I hope you guys got a lot of value out of this episode. That's episode number 16. If you're interested in coaching, you can go to yogroyourgym.com or reach out to one of us individually. Um, you know, we have a few programs that are rolling. I think you guys would be, you know, really excited to be a part of 2020 is going to be a huge year for us. I will see you guys on the next episode. We appreciate you tuning in. And on that note, I bid you farewell. Peace.